Assalamu alaikum everyone. Welcome to the No Apologies Given podcast. I'm here today with Fess, Yasser and Samin. Say salam guys. Salam. Assalamu alaikum. Alaikum salam. How are you guys doing? Alhamdulillah. Good day. Alhamdulillah. Can't complain. Well, I can't complain, but nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I never understand that. When someone says that, uh, like, uh, you ask them how they are, they're like, yeah, you know, can't complain. No, you can complain. And you probably, uh, you, usually, and usually yeah. people who start with can't complain generally have a complaint. I don't know about that. They just hating. Who, yeah. me? <laughs> Yeah, I oh, just hate. I'm all about peace and love. I never hate anyone. <laughs> You're one of those complainers, are you? Just tell the truth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are those people? What are those haters? I'm always seeing the negative. No, yeah. no. There's always some people that you go, you go to a restaurant with them. They need yeah. to complain about everything. Uh, There's not enough spoons. I can't There's stand not enough. That. You know, I can't. I can't ah, so you're not that. one of those. You're yeah, not one no, of those. No, no, I'm definitely not one okay. of those. Oh, um, if you go to a desi restaurant, you have to complain about the salad <laughs> because they give you like oh my God. three slices of tomatoes, two slices of. Uh, uh, you know what? That, that picture that you put up, I bet they counted the salads. There's no way <laughs> that ended up on your plate, and they didn't I, count it. I mean, it was that was like two slices of cucumber, one slice of tomato, three uh, pieces of onion, lettuce, yeah. yeah, or one piece of onion. <laughs> I mean, whatever's obviously uh, more expensive, you get less of. But I wish I could share that picture with like uh, some podcast page. And I wish we could do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The problem is, it's not just the fact that they might only give you a few slices of salad is that when they do give you like a lot of salad oh my god you know the quality on that salad it's probably been there from yesterday yeah, yeah. you know yeah so you, you know the lettuce you know oh, the roots they give you the yeah. root and then make, yeah. it, make it volume <laughs> yeah and then it's yeah. just full of water you know so it's got all that water in it it's damp so you don't know how, yeah you don't know how stagnant that's been you know, yeah there's no there's no quality in, the, in a lot of in it it's white yeah yeah, that's it. Yeah, a lot, <laughs> a lot of snow. It's true, you know. But you go to like a good, good place, and when they give you a nice salad, you enjoy eating the salad with it as well. But these guys, ugh. but I wouldn't touch salads in Asian places just because you don't know how long it's been out there. Why is that you know, though? You go to some other places and they really do put time and effort behind their salads, and they give you really nice salads, right? But you go to Asian places and it's like. What was that, Simon? They're trying to cut every, trying to cut cut cards like every cent possible. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why that is. Do you know well, when you posted that picture up, right? I thought that yeah. was from like um, the UK somewhere. I thought maybe it was like uh, I don't know. I thought it was someone else who put the picture up until I figured out it was you and it was <laughs> happening in Canada. I thought, oh, they 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 have the same problem we do. <laughs> right, bro. Yeah. Are the, are the takeaways like here? You, you, I know when you were over here, you saw the takeaway, not the not the one that we went to. That was like a half decent one, but like the proper takeaways where it's just filthy, like grease everywhere. Do you get that in Canada? Oh, of course, but it doesn't change based on country. I think the food thing is it's the same. Yeah, I mean here, like, but here, like the the bad takeaways are really bad. You know. No hygiene standards, no <clears throat> nothing. You you're just asking to get food poisoning. You know, going in there. Yeah, 
<laughs> they have those. Uh, they have those hygiene ratings, though, don't they? Uh, is it one to five? And uh, you'll get the guys who get a five, and they'll copy uh, that, and they'll just keep that on the wall for the next ten years. Listen, man, in those yeah, places, yes. in, in, <laughs> same here. <laughs> it's letters yeah. here. Exactly. They what, get an A. They put it on the front window. <laughs> And, 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 and that same A or the rating five will be on there for the next ten years, regardless of how bad the standards go, isn't it? Oh, but who does the rating? Is it an independent body or just yeah, customers? An, no, 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 independent body. Yeah, independent. It's is because uh, I think in order for them to get a license, it's something like this. In order for them to get a license, they have to go to an independent body and uh, get a rating, and then according to that rating, um, obviously they'll get a license, or whatever. Um, I think it's attached to the license, but that the rating that they get, they they get, they get a certificate. So then they put that certificate up, but obviously no one's going to ask for the certificate back after a year after the standards have dropped slightly. So they keep that certificate. Keep, I think they have to let the, I think they have to let it go to keep up their taste. Because I, I think when they make a biryani, <laughs> I think that their sweat falls in it, and that's what salts it. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. That's good. Uh, I've done it for a long time. <laughs> no, you know what? There was a guy I know. He was uh, in the. He was in a takeaway. He was ordering some food, and he saw the guy at the back, uh, like a doors open. The guy was cutting the salad, and he sneezed over it. He was like a, oh, one of the big loud, oh, like hachu, and then yeah, and then nothing. He didn't skip a beat. Nothing. He just went back to cutting that same salad. You know. But then what do you? But the other thing is, know? like, how many people actually care? Like. I was at um, one place with my family and uh, it was like ex- all extended family and stuff. And the food rating was one, which is the lowest. Oh my there. God. And so they looked it up and they said, oh, it's got one food hygiene rating. So and like, you still went? Yeah, but the food's nice. They still went. <laughs> 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 the food tasted nice. And they were like, all right. Oh, Maybe no. they think all the spices they put in it is going to kill the germs. I don't know. <laughs> You know, Asians, man, like, especially up in there, do they even care? They just, nah, like, food tastes nice. They Bro, don't care. I, I, I think because uh, we're used to eating like, street food back home, like, what yeah. kind of hygiene expectation do you have from street food? If you're going to eat that, a restaurant, like, if, if there's a roof over it, it's better, it's better than street food, right? <laughs> yeah, it depends, though. Depends. Like, okay, if it's uh, some of the street food, you know, it's just cooked properly, it's all right. But it's the stuff, you know, when it's got stagnant water and like, rats coming out the flipping <laughs> kitchen. Yeah. Oh, my God. See, Go Birmingham, anywhere, you know, behind them uh, takeaways and stuff. It's just rats everywhere. Oh, dude. I uh, oh, right. I, I, went, I went to um, Island Rock Road. This is probably about 15, 16 years ago. And I remember uh, we uh, parked around the back of there somewhere. And... We walked out. And I swear to God, the whole street was littered. It was it was a, yeah. like it was a res- residential street there. There were houses on both sides, but on the side wow. of the road, so where you your car park. So you basically, as you're parking your car, you're uh, like crunching uh, plastic boxes and cans and bottles and stuff. They were just scattered all over the side of the road and and some of the pavement. Most of it was on the side of the road though, um, and some of it was littered around the pavement. Uh, Bro, my my brother lived in Alep Rock Road. Yeah, so you're talking <laughs> just just before what you're talking about twenty years ago. Yeah, and uh, he lived off in a flat just 
on top of one of the takeaways. Huh. So there was like a little alley that you had to go through. So uh, first time I'm coming to vi- first time I'm coming to visit him. No joke, this is a true story. He phones me and he says, "Look, when you get to the uh, when you get to the bottom of the, uh, the the top of the alley, you have to run to the door." And I'm like, "Why the hell am I going to run to the door?" He's like, "Trust me, run, right?" So I thought, "Okay, you know, I thought, you know, I thought, what's the guy going to? Why? I'm not going to run." I stepped into the alley and no joke, the size of the rats, you know, <laughs> huge. Yeah. And I was screaming. Did I never see a rat? Yeah. But that's Alan Rock, you know. And it's not got any better. Yeah, you know, I, I went there recently as well because uh, my sister lives in Birmingham. So we went there and she said she'd meet us on Alan Rock Road or something because they wanted to go to some shops, clothes shops or something. And I swear, me and um, me and my wife were walking on walking on the road, and I go, look, I go, I need to get out of it. I'm dying. I felt honestly, mm. I swear, I felt like I was dying because it was really, really, it's cramped, and obviously they got buildings on both sides, and there were just so many cars, and it was warm as well. So all of the heat mm. was getting trapped by the vehicles. By um, obviously it was a bit hot that day as well. I walked into a side road. I went to one of the mustards around the back. I don't know where it was. And uh, it was just, it was so hot. I, I, did, I did. I mean, I felt it was, um, I felt like I was dying. It was just the fumes there. I don't know how people live there or work there, you know. But that's one thing I found interesting, you know. Um, like we talk about, we're supposed to be that all clean and, you know, Muslims are supposed to be yeah. all about hygiene and something. But I don't know how they live in or they let their areas get so dirty. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's filthy. And you see them as well because like they throw their like, they're in the car and they just throw stuff out the window, you know, uh, on the on the street. Any rubbish that they get, just throw it over. And then I'm thinking, you're living here. It's not like you, it's somewhere else. It's where you're living. Yeah. It's, Wait, they um, throw stuff around. Like you're talking about in UK. Yeah, yeah, on the street. Out, out the car, out of a moving car. So they may have been eating the takeaway in the car and they just throw it out the window. I think that's what you mean, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 stuff like that. That's it's nasty. Yeah, but no, you, you get you. The thing, the thing is, people don't even take care of like their own mustards and stuff. You know, the mustards are some of the mustards are filthy. Yeah. Oh my god, your mustard toilets. <laughs> <laughs> That's a story I mean, in itself. So I mean, look, you know, some places are really nice. You know, uh, yeah. some brothers are top brothers. You know, they're always cleaning their toilets and stuff. Like, I don't know. Do you remember that Sadio Mane? Do you remember that picture that came up of him? Uh, no, but I have, uh, I'm familiar with it, though. Is it the one he was cleaning the toilets? Yeah, yeah. So Sadio Mane was cleaning the toilets. You know, he's yeah. a big-time football player. You know, alhamdulillah, you know, he's got a lot of money and whatnot. But he's still, you know, got that humility. He's yeah. cleaning the toilets. So you get like some really good people like that, but then some of the other masjids, massages, you know, they just—I don't know, man. Like, if you're in your own house and you spill a bit of water, you know, you just clean it up. But yeah. for some reason, these guys feel it above themselves to yeah to just, clean uh, to even clean them and like spend time cleaning it. Because I think it's a community thing, right? You come together and keep your masjids clean, but yeah. some of the conditions of the masjids are just horrible. Some of them are really good, though. I like. I remember the. I went to. There's one in Birmingham. I don't know which one it is. It's got. It's a really, really big one. We went there, and, I mean, that was that was sparkling. 
Um, uh, what a big one! What does it look like? It was uh, in honesty, it was a long time ago. I don't remember. It may have been Gongortrif. Was this? Is there Central Mosque there as well? There's a Birmingham Central Mosque. Uh, there's Gamkol. And then obviously there's the Green Lane. They, I think they're the three big, big masjid. Okay, uh, I don't think it was Green Lane. It may have been oh, Central yeah, or... Uh, no, uh, <laughs> give it a rest, mate. You still hate, you still hate Gonzalez. Uh, like, listen, on, listen, listen, I haven't got nothing against them. I'll go there and I'll pray there. But um, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't actually know which one it was, but it was, it was massive. I remember when I walked into the toilet, so I was like... And you know what? I, I said to my brother, yeah, yeah. He goes, first thing my brother asked me when I went back to the prayer area, he goes, what the, what the toilet's like? And I was like, I was like, they're nice, man. He's like, yeah, okay, cool. I'm coming back. <laughs> so it's 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 a big it's a big thing for for like your, the 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 like um, the toilets no, to be the, clean the and the is, bathroom to be clean. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, you should value, you know, your your masjid. It should be and your community and your area. You know where you are. Yeah, you should keep it clean. It's the basic thing that you can do. You know, um, the the masjid is supposed to be welcoming and friendly. But if you need to do wudu and you're going to the toilet thinking, man, I can't stand this place and have me to go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. What kind of friendly welcoming is that? Exactly. I mean, talking about massages, man. Oh, my God. I moved, you know, I, I moved into a new area. So we went to, we go to the masjid here, local one. Yeah. And uh, I thought, okay, my, take my boy there. You know, he's, uh, he's nearly 11. Took him to the masjid. Very quiet. Get to the front row, waiting for the salah. Just before the salah starts, right, one of the guys comes up to me, he's like, old man with a nice smile. Old man, you know, yeah. Old. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it has to be the old guy, isn't yeah. it? He's like, uh, look, you know, the kids pray at the back. And I looked at him, honestly, I was like, look, he's all right here. He's fine. <laughs> and his face is like, you know, when he's in shock, yeah. you know, he doesn't yeah. know what to do. He's like, what? You don't listen to me? <laughs> He's trying to assert his yeah. dominance, and you just shut him down. So uh, he has never been challenged before. Yeah, I just find it sad, man. Honestly, because it used to happen before, uh, but that was like I was part of that masjid. You know, I grew up. Uh, I spent a lot of time there and stuff, so I was in the area. And uh, after the first couple of times, I just told the imam, "Look, just chill, pray. He's sitting next to me. He's fine." But now he's older as well. And we're coming to the masjid, and we're both like kind of strangers to the masjid. And uh, when we got home, you know, he told my wife, he's like, "Yeah, the guy tried making me go to the back. You know, he's got a little smirk on his face." <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking, I'm a bit sad thinking, look, what kind of thing has he got with the masjid now? He's not going to feel uh-huh. the same kind of welcoming, you know, well, the same okay. kind of comfort. What's up with that though? I've never heard that before. Like we get, we get kids like playing, praying at the at the like front all the time. I don't know what it is. I think it's some of the, you know, they believe that. I think what they believe the sunnah is, is that the men pray at the front, then the children, and then the women at the back. Right? Uh-huh. That's what they believe that you should do. Now, there's a lot of things that, okay, if, that, if that's what, you, first of all, if that's what you believe, yeah, the obvious question is, why don't you let the women pray? <laughs> You know, if that's the standard that you hold and you, you're you going to follow that just because it's sunnah, but then you're going to block the women from playing, praying full stop. So there's no place in the whole masjid for women to come mm-hmm. and pray. It means that's not the standard you hold, right? Yeah. You, you know, you, you've left that anyway. The second thing is, 
how many children come to the masjid? I mean, from what I counted, there was two, one including my son. That was it. That was uh, the whole wow. people coming to the masjid to pray salah. So maybe there's something that you're doing that's you know wrong, that's not there. That even if you think that this is a sunnah, that maybe it's more important that kids come to the masjid and learn salah, especially in this society where, being honest, most people don't pray. You need to have that bit of leeway, you know, that bit of give and take. Yeah. Rather than the one kid that's coming, hound him out as well to make sure nobody comes. Exactly. It's, it's, uh, I, I think people do lose, um, like, uh, interest in going to the masjid because of that. My brother, he said something similar to me, like, like years ago. Now, obviously, he's, he's fine. He's grown up. He studied and stuff. But through his teen years, he remembers once going to the masjid. And he didn't really know much. Uh, they would because they would just read um, the madrasa system here. Was you just read Quran? They wouldn't really teach you much else. Um, and he went there once, and someone started shouting at him. He had no idea why he was shouting at, getting shouted at. But then that kind of like stopped him from going again. And uh, it still like even now occurs. Like there was, uh, I remember this is a few years back. This these people came, and uh, they were locals. And they made a mistake in terms of um, where they were supposed to be standing in a con- congregation prayer. And as soon as the prayer finished, there was one other, one guy at the front. He just got around, turned around in front of everyone, just started grilling him, like, really loudly. Um, and no surprise, they don't, they don't, they won't be back again, you know? Um, if you, I, mean, if, I don't know. If, go on. Sorry, when we were kids. Yeah. They would say, okay, all the kids go to the back, right? So we'd all go to the back, and it's all our mates, you know, all the kids our age. (laughs) You know, you just mess about. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be honest with you, it was a good time. It was a good time. It was a good time. We used to love it. We used to love going to Ravi. Like, my cousin tells me, my cousin tells me that uh, when we were, he goes, I remember when you lot were kids. That you were praying Tarawi in the masjid at the back, right? And uh, he's like, I think it was his brother or another one of our cousins. He went down to do sujood, and we just jumped flying elbows in his back. It was so bad. It got so bad that, you know, the imam, and he's like hardcore, one, he's like hardcore one of those, you know, kids at the back. He's like, look, Sometimes you need to make exceptions, right? Yeah. So he goes, if you're going to bring your kid, make sure he's standing with you, with you wherever yeah. you are. Yeah. yeah. Because what else are you supposed to do? Because yeah. obviously kids are kids. They're going to mess about, right? But if they're with their parents, they're going to know how to pray properly, learn yeah. how to pray properly, learn the other brother masjid, you know, and also they get that excitement. Oh, I'm praying near the front. I'm part yeah. of the masjid. You know, but if you throw them at the back somewhere, like you know, we throw the women at the back somewhere, yeah. you know, in the corners, yeah. you know, they're not gonna, you're not. I don't mean like literally at the back, but I mean some of these places they got women praying like in uh, some little dungeon somewhere yeah, you know, in, out, in the out, yeah out. in the corridor and that's in a dungeon. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So it's not welcoming. 
It's all damp and wet, and it's leaking. And they've and they've, <laughs> they've put like a an old sofa there that's uh, rotted. You know, <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. it's just like yeah, they need to make a, a better areas for the women. Yeah, I remember like you know Edinburgh Central Masjid. Mm. The Masjid is beautiful, right? And it's more or less purpose built, so you could design it how you want, do whatever you want, and. They made a women's section where you have to climb four stories to get to the women's section, right? Wow. It's like a balcony. When no elevators? No, no elevators. Ele- no elevators. Right? <laughs> you have to climb four stories. So imagine you've got kids or a pushchair or whatever. Forget about it. <laughs> and I'm thinking, you know, you could have done anything you wanted. Was this like a purposeful choice? Did you choose to do this? There must have been a little bit, you know, like, forget them, you know. Either either that or the guy thought his wife needed a bit of exercise, you know. <laughs> One of the two. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why, you know, no one went to, the, you know, none of the women, hardly any women go to that masjid because who's going to climb, like, four stories of stairs? Yeah. It's, it's difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do think they need to make it more accessible. Like, uh, I mean, look, I'm... Uh, when it comes to the stuff, you know, you you'd like to have a masjid that accommodates all, and sometimes, you know, the masjid doesn't have funds and it doesn't have the capability of uh, accommodating everyone simply due to space or whatever, right? And I understand that, but the masjids who have been around for a long time and do have the funds and stuff, they definitely need to make like more of an effort and uh, do better. Look, the the reality is this, right? If you're talking about Juma. Yeah, mm. I get you. Because Juma is obligation on the men and it's hard a majority of the massages is very, very tight, you know, to even get the men in. No. Quite often you'll see them praying on the street or, you know, in the yeah. in, in, in the shoe area or whatever. Yeah. But when it comes to the salah, you know, it's it's empty. It is. That's true. That's very true. You've got so much space. Go to any of the main massages. It's, you know, Alhamdulillah, a lot of them have quite a lot of people, but it's still, you know, comparatively, there's a lot of space for the women to pray. But they just don't make them feel welcome. They make it known, you know, to that you're uh, that you have to that you're not welcome here. Like I remember one masjid I went to, a huge, huge masjid um, in Bolton. You know, in uh, uh, and we we were we were traveling at the time, and my wife needed to pray. So I was like, okay, look, we're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to go and face the music with these guys there. See what's up. <laughs> 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 so we go in. I go, look, bro. You know, my wife needs to pray. We're traveling here, and you get that look, you're like yeah. conning us. You know, is it really? <laughs> Yeah, you know, so like okay, look. So they go and open some basement somewhere, you know, with a little yeah. space. Yeah, yeah. like hey, you can pray. <laughs> <laughs> and the must is huge. It's absolutely massive. Yeah, but yeah. you know, no space for the for the women. So I kind of feel like if you're gonna push women away, women and children away from the place that's supposed to attract them to Islam, you know, where are they gonna go? Yeah, they gonna yeah, go to true. places that. You know, they're going to go away from the masjid. Mm. So how how do you expect them children to grow up with a love, you know, for the masjid or going to the masjid or partaking in activities in the masjid? It's just stupid. It's silly. 
I, I think so. I think the mushrooms, there's some mushrooms I know, like my local mushrooms, they've got like a lot of, uh, they've got like a little one, a one section as well, and it's attached to the actual um, prey area of the men. So it's not in a, so the, because uh, we got, we got, we got like, the way our masjid is, is uh, we got the one main masjid, but it's small, only if it's like 80 people. So uh, some of the prayers, like uh, during the day, are prayed there because you won't get more than 80 people turning up. But when it comes to um, like any of the, like Jumat or stuff, we, we have like prayer halls at the back that everyone uh, prays in. And the the woman's mm -hmm. is the actual, uh, the second prayer hall, the second, the, the back part of the second prayer hall is uh the ladies part and that is basically um it's the same as like the front it's like it's all carpeted it's like warm whatever there's nothing there's no difference there um but then you have other areas or the part of the mustard where there's like spare there's nothing there there's uh because we've got like a third hall and it's uh, it's it's very bare it's got like it's like concrete floor uh concrete walls uh like a high ceiling or whatever and I think the mushers need to do a lot more with spaces like that, make them more appealing and more accommodating and stuff. What do you guys think of um, like mushers having um, like activity sort of centers there? And do you understand what I'm getting at? Like uh, where you can do other things in the mushers outside of just praying and studying, like as a, yes. like a, as a, like a social space. Yeah, even like a community tap centre thing. Like a yeah, community centre, but like maybe like a, a sports hall. So you have uh, men can use the sports hall, or women can use the sports hall, or and it can like uh, you can double it down as uh, like a community centre, or community hall, uh, like meetings, whatever you want to do. In that sense, what do you think of uh, a place like that? Do you think it should be at the masjid, or do you think it should be something separate? No, I think it's a great idea. You know, making um, making community center sports areas anywhere where the kids can come and chill out, where generally people can hang out. Yeah. I remember the the best time the the best time I had and the most favorable time for me for any massages was a small little masala where when I was at uni. Yeah, it was tiny. Right, you could maybe fit maximum you know how many people would that be 30 40 people maximum yeah uh but they were really really friendly in terms of letting you do whatever you did so uh -huh. we would have we'd have uh outside of the prayer times we'd have uh food there we'd come meet up chill out you know just generally have just chill out sessions there yeah and the, the imam was really cool he was like a, a bosnian imam yeah, and uh, he was like, "No, no, it's fine. You, you do whatever you want here." Because he just saw young guys coming to the masjid. So uh, I had some friends from um, from Chechnya, from uh, Ingusheta, you know, these kind of areas. So like, I was nudging them, like, oh, "Come on, let's do some. Show me some wrestling and stuff. You know, show me some <laughs> of your moves." You know, yeah. like, these guys, these guys were solid guys. So I was yeah. like, "Come on, show me some moves." So uh, one of the guys he was showing me some like some stuff, you know, some takedowns and stuff, and. Uh, these new guys came to the masjid who we hadn't seen before, but they were Arabs mm -hmm. and uh, they went mental, like <laughs> proper like shouting and, you know, going all crazy at us. And we were mm -hmm. looking at him like, come on, man, chill out. Like the Chechen guy, he was nuts. He was just ready to pit the guy up. <laughs> <Just loving him. laughs> 
<laughs> but I was like, look, man, chill. I go, look, you know, Sahaba used to wrestle in the masjid. And he goes, no, no, no. Anyway, so they knock on the imam's door. They drag the imam out of his office. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, they're like, oh, these two, yeah, they're wrestling here. Can you sort it out? And he's like, no. He's like, it's sunnah. Go away. Yeah. <laughs> and, and honestly, that's literally, his conversation must have been like about three lines. And uh, they argued with him. And he said, you don't like it. You don't like it. Just, you know, get lost. And it gave us confidence that, look, this yeah. is our masjid. Because he saw yeah. us praying there. He saw us coming there. He's not going to let someone else come in. And, and to start dictating. Out, yeah. Yeah, start dictating about what, you know, us and our, our masjid. Right, so, yeah. it was that feeling that you get, you know, that it's ours. You know, mm. uh, we had a love for it. Every time you wanted to meet someone, you'd say, oh, come, we'll meet at Isha, we'll pray at the masjid, we'll go out to eat. Yeah, you exactly. Know, we'll, yeah. You know, we'll go for Maghrib, then we'll go play football. Yeah. It was such a nice atmosphere just because they made us feel like that kind of, you know, that ownership of the masjids. Right. Yeah, see, uh, and, I, I, uh, yeah, sorry, go on. And you get that, you get that by, you know, having these kind of activities, by having full on things inside the masjid. Otherwise, it's just a place where you're just going to come, pray a little bit. You know, and leave. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I feel. Uh, that's what I feel as well. I feel like a masjid should be like it should be like a hub of the community. Like any like thing that happens, um, if you can, you facilitate it at the masjid, and because uh, it allows people like even the younger ones, are, like uh, parents or mums who can't um, like get someone to take care of their kid, or whatever they can bring the child to the masjid. You do that regularly enough, they'll be they'll be familiar with the masjid. You know, they'll grow up in it essentially. If you're there like uh, regularly, you need to like people are growing like distant from it. You know, That's, it, it, it's, it's it's an issue. It's true, but I find that, like I said, if you don't have ownership of the masjid, if the masjid is mm. being controlled just by one committee who dictate to everyone else what can and can't happen yeah. in the masjid mm. uh, that's what happens i don't mean to say that there shouldn't be uh like a committee to have overall accountability you know control as yeah. such and you you pass off the ideas but they need to get people to you know come in and have that kind of thing where they can pass ideas to someone like or if you go to the imam and say look oh, we want to set up a uh for example table tennis tournament is that okay we'll bring exactly. the kids in yeah you know just stuff like that and they're like yeah yeah that's fine okay but we'll oversee it we'll make sure everything's fine and you know we'll help out that's okay you've still got control but we're doing things within your control mm-hmm. not when they turn around and say no all you can do pray leave pray leave right I mean, uh, I, know, I remember a few years back there was a, a FIFA tournament that was held at the masjid now you had people turning up who would Ah, oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. who never, who never come to the masjid anyway, right? And uh, they were like, you know, FIFA tournament, turn up, whatever. You know, there'll be food available, this, that, the other. People turned up, and 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 I ended up winning it. I, I have to put that out there. Uh, <laughs> 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 but, and, uh, console. Yeah, yeah, I was on console. Um, but I ended up winning it. But, uh, but the point was, there was a, there were a lot of people there that wouldn't normally be there at that time anyway. And you like the alarm goes off, you stop, you go pray, you you know, there's food there, so you eat. You just you you create that nice environment where people can chill and stuff. It doesn't mean that 
every day there's going to be stuff like this going on, but it's like, you know, you create that atmosphere. It's like, oh yeah, oh, yeah, FIFA, uh, whatever tournament. Oh, we we're doing, uh, for example, next one's a table tennis tournament. Oh yeah, where? At the Masjid. Eventually it'll become a thing where it'll be like every tournament or every sort of uh, event or anything that's for the youth in that sense. They'll know where to go. They'll be like, oh yeah, it'll be, it'll be held at the Masjid, you know? And uh, it's it's a nice way to sort of draw people in. Um, I don't think enough of that is done. I think a lot of people think that. I think a lot of people think if you need some kind of hook to do good, that means you're a rotten person anyway. So don't even bother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people really think that. Yeah, but I think I think that's also silly. I Meaning people like. Uh, I mean, of course. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Well, some people think that, but I. Uh, um, and no, but that's the thing is what they don't understand. That's life, right? You know, it's incentive, isn't it? That's the incentive. It's like when we have, uh, you know, you do good deeds because you get to Jannah. Yeah, that's one of the biggest motivations. You know, or you stay away from hell. There's always motivations to do listen, good deeds. Listen, but Allah loves me, bro. Yeah, of course. I'm not denying that. That's why you don't want to earn his displeasure. All right. Segway. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that that discussion was crazy. That, honestly, I felt I felt sad. What, what, uh, what did What did you think of that? Because some, I mean, there were people getting hard on both sides, right? And I kind of get it they from were. both sides. All right, explain the situation. Go on first, I'll let you. Okay, so someone made, someone made a post uh, on Twitter. Uh, I don't even know who it was, but it went along the lines of um, no one loves you more than Allah. No one... Uh, I don't remember the rest, I'll be honest with you. No one, no one, uh, no one understands you more than Allah. No one uh, knows you more than knows Allah. You and no one uh, will uh, wants to benefit you, I think? Or something along those lines. There were they'll, they'll four, basically... Uh, particular sort of um char- uh, characteristics or like uh benefits if you will that Allah is more uh loves you more and knows you more understands you more uh, basically giving off the vibe that um you are going to meaning you're in Allah's hands uh, in that sense um so someone had an issue with and no one loves you more than Allah saying that well it was a uh, I think it was Daniel Hakikachu who first came out with it said that well you know you have people who Allah doesn't love and uh, so you can't say Allah loves you uh, more than anyone because there will be people who love that say a tyrant for example Allah does not love this tyrant and people will love that tyrant therefore you will have people who love that tyrant more than they love Allah Essentially, he went down that route, and then uh, it just kind of. Oh no! Off. Also, he said that um, it's a Christian concept that Allah loves you, mm. you know, and uh, you can't anoint yourself with Allah's love. Basically, it's yeah, it's a uh, knowledge of the rape. Basically, yeah. I feel like that, that, th- yeah. Sorry, I, I feel like the goalposts were moved after the post was made, though, because I feel like he had said something, realized that um, it's probably a bit of a stretch, and then. Like move the goalpost to specify what he uh, meant earlier. 
Do you get it? You get what I mean? Like he, he. If we, I get what you're saying. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. initial post, right? If you take that, like, I'll be honest with you. If someone said that to me, right, I wouldn't automatically assume. Wait, how? How do you know? Allah loves me more than anyone, right? I wouldn't assume that. I'll I'll take that as a given. Being a Muslim and 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 having a good opinion of my Lord and uh, from what we know, right? Um, what we what we learnt. So, but then what he's done is he's he took that. This is why I feel like he took that for well, now they're, they're kind of Christianizing this concept of love. So, and then afterwards he's applied like a, a specific specificity to it in terms of well, if tyrant, nobody's talking about tyrant though. You've just come out yeah. with that afterwards. You don't understand what I mean. Yeah. You've come out with all these specifics of Fir'aun and Abu Jahl and Abu Lahab and whoever else. You come out with that after that initial post wasn't talking about that. For, for, I'll be honest with you. When I saw that initial post, I thought, like, when you see something written, right? You, you whatever words, or you see something, you, you have an instant. Like, even when you see someone, you have like an instant reaction of uh, like uh, instant instant impression of who or what that is, right? When I initially saw that thing, I thought that sounds like someone. That's like something said to someone who may be suffering from depression or like someone who's down someone who needs a bit of hope or whatever right that's what i took i honestly that's what i initially took from that and then when i heard that i thought oh okay this guy's taking it a completely different way and then he took it like even more specific in 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 for like applying it to Fir'aun and whoever else well, um, the brother that made the post i mean he he's got no agenda you know uh he he came out and said that it's just for this and that's it, you know? Yeah. All I'm trying to do is like, you know, it's like a bit of motivation, you know, for for Muslims and stuff, you know? Like you said, you know, anyone's a bit down on the Iman. He never meant it as a given, like, he never meant it in that way, like, do whatever bad yeah. deeds you want and Allah's yeah. going to forgive you. He never meant it like that. And you're right. Any believer, you know, would... That's kind of like a hope that they have, you know, that, that keeps them going, that Allah loves you. Right, right, yeah. We don't. We know, we know that love is not unconditional. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that if you start doing all these bad things, if you start, you know, oppressing people, mm. then Allah's going to punish you. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone knows that if you leave Iman, leave Iman, Allah's going to punish you. Yeah. So it's not a thing that we think Allah loves us no matter what. Yeah. We know that Allah loves us. Yeah, and that He will always wish God for us and he will always do good for us as long as we follow it. Right. So he's given us the message, he's given us all the opportunity to, to, you know, to, to carry on with that love. Mm. But if you're going to go around oppressing people, robbing, whatever, you know, being a tyrant, you know, you're going to lose that love, but that's not the message that original post had. Yeah. Right. So I think he was wrong. I, I honestly do. And I think he, like you said, I think he doubled down on it. Yeah, for no reason. <laughs> I don't see the point of it. Double it down, yeah. It's just it's pointless. You know, it was a pointless, um, yeah, uh, continuous of the argument. And then when the other guy got involved, um, what's his name, Joe Bradford? Yeah, I think he he what he said was right in terms of like he said no, that's wrong. Mm. But then, like you said, after the fact, they kind of changed the goalposts a bit. Yeah. Saying, you know, oh no, he's trying to say that Allah loves the kuffar, Allah loves the oppressors, and Allah yeah. loves. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then 
and then Joe shouldn't have done what he did, start saying, oh, who's your teachers and who's your... Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I love that. I love that. No, I thought that... I thought... I thought that was kind of pointless. Yeah. No, because and I, I, I think he bought that for a certain reason because he. I, I know what I feel like there are a few others who have wanted to ask this uh, for a long time because he comes out with a lot of uh, like Daniel comes out with a lot of like controversial viewpoints. So what happens is people right. and people are like, and then you got the layman who don't really know much uh, who may take it or may not take it based on whatever like disposition they have. Um, but then you got. I think you've had learned people who've also taken um, issue with um, his particular uh, wording or uh, stances on things, um, mm-hmm. and th- they th- they've had issue. And then it's like, wait a second, you know, you're coming out with this stuff. Who have you studied with? What what is your what are you basing all this uh, off of? Right. Um, so then he obviously he came out and gave out names and stuff and. Uh, uh, he didn't give because uh, then Joe did ask him like what what text did you study and he didn't give the name from what I understand he didn't give the name of the text he studied in uh, either. Um, I don't think uh, I don't I personally I don't think most of Dan- Daniel's views aren't that controversial when it comes to you know when it comes to the the basics of Dean right yeah. it's more it's more to do, I know he's very controversial when it comes to feminism and yeah. you know that kind of thing yeah. whereas you know it's that's more classical anyway so most classical people yeah. w- would agree with him anyway i know you know i'm not going to deny this he is more salafi leaning yeah? yeah yeah so there's that there is that issue so the non-salafis are gonna be a bit aggravated and you know trying to call him up on that yeah and i think that it became very sectarian for no reason very quickly yeah yeah so you had all the like Sufis, whatever, uh, on uh, Joe's side, and then all the Salafis came crashing down on, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, on Daniel's side. Yeah, yeah. But I thought you're making a big deal out of nothing. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Essentially, they're making a mountain out of a molehill. Um, it is because if you ask anyone, does Allah love the believers? Yes. Okay, that's it. That that is the that's all the guy was trying to say that Allah loves the believers. You yeah. Know? yeah, that was it in a nutshell. He just made it specific that Allah loves you, right? right yeah, and that, and that cop out that's saying uh, Inshallah, you know? Yeah, yeah, that, that, that was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the, the, at that point, it was so pointless. It was like, oh wait a second, you think if if you have to like say that then i think it kind of loses the meaning altogether you know what i mean yeah of course allah loves whoever not right but imagine someone's uh, like you know down on themselves depressed like suicide or whatever and you turn around and says <laughs> you turn around and you say allah loves you inshallah you think he's thinking wait <laughs> wait a second <laughs> you know what I mean? he's like He's gonna kick the bucket. He's gonna be like, forget this, you know. That's like a, a guy pulling a trigger and then the gun jamming and him feeling betrayed by the gun, you know. It's a similar. It's true, thing. but I'm uh, being honest with you. Like, if you took it back, um, and you know, from a neutral point of view, I think I'd, I'm more inclined to say that Joe was right. Honestly, yeah, same. It's, no. That's, you know, that all thing seemed like a bit of ego got involved, like personality clash. Definitely. I, I felt that I think well. so. 
a bit of ego, and then it, then it got very sectarian, you know, very quickly. Right. You know, guys that probably hate Daniel, but they're Salafi, you know, were, you know, were, <laughs> they were like egging it on, you know, and uh, like, look, I'm I'm more Salafi leaning, you know, I'm not going to deny, it, but I, even I I'm was covering Salafi. No, no, no. I'm in and out of Salafism. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. You, you, you admitted you can never be a Salafi because of the retarded things they say. You said that, in fact. I'm, quote, I'm quoting you verbatim here. You've got no proof of that. No proof whatsoever. <laughs> okay, but look. But look, look, look. God. Yeah. On, on honest note, and we discussed this the other day, yeah. about spirituality and, you know, whatnot, and some of the... Maybe the Salafi du'a, they they take that away from you, right? Yeah. So w- when I first had the when I first we uh, uh, listened to the discussion or read the discussion, mm-hmm. then I did a bit of research into it, and you know I, I listened to all the points of view, and I was generally a little bit shook. I'm not gonna lie, I was a little bit shook because one of the major things that I've always had is that look, you know, you have this personal connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, this kind of love and affection. And yes. obviously love and affection goes two ways. Yeah. Yes. And even when you talk to your children, what do you say? Oh, do you think Allah's gonna love this? Mm. Yeah. Do you think Allah's gonna like you after you've done this? You know, you 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 you're yeah. constantly reminding them that yeah, Allah does love you. Yeah. And yes. then Allah gets angry when you don't do what he likes. Yes. And they feel, ash- and sometimes, you know, when you're telling kids and you say, oh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not going to like you, you know, after you've done, th- they genuinely get upset mm. because they think that, oh no, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not going to love us anymore. And now these guys are telling, yeah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't love you for stuff anyway. <laughs> yeah, I <yeah, no>. know. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like they take that away from you, that kind of spiritual bond, you know, and that's the thing that I think. They need to consider that they've genuinely, you know, people will look at this argument and it will kind of like, you know, it's not going to benefit anyone. Yeah. You know, people are going to lose respect for, uh, for, for their mentality. And like you said, once the ego and the sectarianism came in, it was like, ah, I gave up after that. I was like, yeah, yeah forget it. I, th- I think it also it could be like uh, trigger words as well. I mentioned this before, but I feel like sometimes with some people, certain like uh, words, uh, um, like they'll see certain words, whether it's like relate, uh, related to a different topic or not, they'll they'll see it in light of that. Now, Daniel, he's he's so. Um, He's so entrenched in like uh, the liberal feminist movement, all of that stuff, right? He, he's got some good stuff on it, um, but I feel like sometimes he see everything he sees, he sees that in it. So uh, like this is like, oh well, look here, here we go. The liberals, the liberal lovey dovey, Allah loves everyone sort of mentality being pushed uh-huh. around here, and then he saw it in light of that, and it's like, hey, wait a second, Allah doesn't love you. You know, you have to. I don't know, do something to like uh, prove that love, and then you know, even then, you have to say inshallah, whatever. But he, uh, I feel like, like he rectified it afterwards. He, he like he, all the all, all all that stuff that he said that came after the first initial reaction to me seemed like it was off of the back of that. You know, he had like, yeah, like yeah. just a trigger. Yeah, you're right. You know, What's that word called? Him too. Is it confirmation bias? Yeah, confirmation bias. Have. Yeah, yeah. confirmation yeah, bias yeah. is where you, um, uh, you basically everything that uh, you read, uh, you interpret it in light of what you already know. So, uh, yeah. 
So uh, uh, yeah, anything that you read is basically just seeing in light of what you already want to believe. Yeah, so with this, I think when he's, like you said, he's looking for that, he's out there, you know, on the hunt for, you know, any any bit of liberalism or any bit of feminism jumping in, you know, into Islam. And, yeah. and then he's seen that and he's thought, okay. But I think context is everything. You know, you look at the person that made it, he's got no, what's the word? He's got no history of this kind of behavior. You know, he's got no, uh, he's not driven by that kind of ideology. So I think it was kind of pointless just throwing him under the bus like that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That poor guy, man. He was—he didn't know what it was in for. Yeah. He actually put it afterwards. He was like, "Whoa, man!" I was just—I <laughs> was just—I was just putting some positivity out there. These guys <laughs> jumping on me, yeah. You know? um, but you see, the thing is, you see how quickly the sectarianism gets in. Yeah, know? and that's the other thing. If you're going to be principled, be principled based on. You know what you believe, what you follow, not based on on he's part of your sect or he's this way, he's that. Because the minute you know he, so Daniel is inclined towards them. You know when it comes to Salafism, yeah. So they're going against his perceived common enemy. But I guarantee you, if Daniel pulls something that's you know remotely, uh, what's the word? Not anti Salafi, but anti their clique of Salafism. Yes. They're going to slaughter him. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I think people, it's the day and age where you need to start like moving past your local cliques and stuff and really start um, evaluating um, the world that we live in for what it is, you know. That every the, 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 if you, if you have ever, I'm sure you all have, or some of you have anyway. Um, have sat in any of these clique meetings where you're, you're you're sitting in a group and they think they are special, right? And you realize that I've sat in a few separate ones, right? And everyone thinks they're special, like they're going to um, revive you know, Islam <laughs> to the state that it once was, right? But the, the, the truth of the matter is, is and, and then what they'll do is they'll look at the other groups in like, um, oh, well, you know, those guys over there, they're slightly whack. You don't want to be hanging around with them. And everyone thinks that. And you realize that everyone's a bit whack. And you need to kind of... Um, the, but the, the, everyone has a bit of goodness in them as well. You know what I mean? And I realize, after you realize that, you know, I, I, I wasn't a big fan of the Salafis, but then you start, you start like, softening towards the people that you may have had issues with in the past so i don't i don't see like salafi in that light anymore you know what i mean yeah it's true i mean i don't see sufis in the same light as i did before <laughs> you know you have to <laughs> you have to come to a common ground yeah yeah especially when you look at things from historical you know points of view and yeah. you see that the truth doesn't belong to one person or you know one group of people or one you know and then the other thing is when when you get uh, when people develop you know when groups develop and yeah. change mm. and so now like before they used to cuss they used to really have a go at you know all the sufis right and uh, you know what they were about but now a lot of the liberal muslims are very very I've got a big Salafi background, if you know what I mean, yeah? Yeah. And yeah, if you know what I mean, they've got a big Salafi background. So now, 
it's kind of like they can't just blame them on oh it was the Sufis that did everything and blah blah. blah. Now they're looking at okay, wait, our own people are just are just as bad, just as much involved in this. Um, yeah, in this thing. Um, damn it! I thought I was going to make a point. Never mind. Go on. Yeah, I don't know if you. I haven't read. I haven't uh, listened to it completely at the moment. But uh, that Yasser Qadi has come out with something interesting about Yajuj and Majuj. I saw it, but I didn't actually read it. Salmon, have Is you... it that... No, no. I just remember something funny because I, I, I used to believe... Some people used to say that Yajuj and Majuj are Chinese people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's one of the things I learned like, back in the day. <laughs> and all Russians. Yeah. Yeah, 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 the Chinese and the Russians. The Chinese and Russians. And, 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 the, and, the, and, the, and the evidence for it was... Bruv, they eat everything. They eat everything. And there's over a billion of them. Yeah. Like, well, uh, some some people uh well during the Mongol invasions, people used to believe that they were yeah. But apparently, um he said that it's it might be metaphorical metaphorical, you know, this whole yeah juj thing. Because oh, okay. uh how would you know they have survived this long without us knowing where they are? And we we can map the entire world, so we would have seen this that's kind so, of. That's so silly. Well, such a it's a silly start kind of to, to take. Yeah, because listen, if Allah wants, He can do that, right? Thing is that it, that goes against the our theological understanding of things. Yeah. Right. It's it's the the, the, uh, the you, I'm finding this like more and more where people are looking for these like naturalistic like interpretations of uh, a text and stuff mm. where they're trying to interpret it in light of like modern whatever and they almost take the um, miraculous nature of things that we know out of it exactly yeah at the end yeah, of the day yeah. that can add like a miracle. In, in in like uh, uh, the definition of like a miracle, the way it was explained to me, is like a, a something that breaks the barrier of norm. Right? It's not normal. That's the point of it. So, the, so if they were to survive until this age, it's fine. There's no no issue there. So, if someone would turn around and ask me, like, well, how, how do you? Well, that's, that's no biggie. You know what I mean? That's not really like, for me. It's not really even a contentious issue. So, I don't, I, I don't like, I don't like people like when they're chasing. Um, I feel like you, you, you're you're behind it. You're behind uh, the the curve on this one because you're trying to employ an interpretation that is in light with uh, that sits well in um, uh, modern circles. But at the end of the day, you you leave yourself open to attack on a whole bunch of other things that you won't absolutely will not be able to put down to metaphysical. Uh, oh, sorry, metaphor, right? Uh, I agree. I think the biggest problem, and this is something again we talked about a long, long time ago, is that when you be- believe your intellect can basically comprehend and answer everything, yeah. right? Mm. And when every scientist, every everyone who's ever worked in a field, yeah, will know that that's not the case, right? Mm. There, there are things that happen that you just can't explain why why they happen, right? right. Yeah, and yeah. you just basically live with the fact that if you do this, this happens, right? You don't know why, 
uh, a simple one is you know uh, when they first came out, you know, with, on a cricket ball. So you you Americans won't know this. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> you know when they, when they had the cricket ball and they had reverse swing. Oh, reverse swing, yeah. Yeah, and they used to say all these Asians are cheating, yeah. right? They're cheating. They're doing something to the ball. We don't know why this ball is reverse swing, yeah. right? And then now they're doing it, yeah, right? And but, they still don't know exactly yeah. how it works, right? The, They've the got fun, some ideas. Yeah, but the funny thing, at the time, it, the ball was given to them as well. I said, fine, if you say that we're cheating, whatever we do with the ball, you do it as yeah, well. Yeah, go do it. Yeah, yeah go and do they, it. they obviously couldn't. They didn't know how. Wait, what, what is that reverse swing game? It's a cricket term. Uh, are you familiar? Cr- are you, you familiar with the cricket, yes, sir? Yeah. So, all right, the ball swing like uh, you got a shiny. Uh, w- w- what happens is the ball swings one way, isn't it? Uh, when you yeah. have like a new so ball, you got you got a shiny, you got a shiny end, and you got a rough end, right? On yeah. a cricket ball. So what you'll do is you'll purposely shine the the one end, and you'll rough up the other end. So they've got different, you know, so the air travels over the surface differently. So it travels slower over the rough end and quicker over the fast end, uh, over the smooth end. So that would make the ball swing a certain way, yeah. swing uh, towards the, the rough end, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What they found is that after a certain while, it started doing the opposite. It started shining, to, it started swinging towards the shiny end. Yeah. So if you were looking at it, you'd think it's going to go the other way and it comes into you. Yeah. Not yet, away from... but, but there were balls that would literally go both ways. So the ball, it would come oh, yeah. sw- it'll Some swing guys on the outside. Ways, yeah. yeah, it'll swing on the, yeah. it'll go, it'll, it'll be going out, but then it'll come in. And likewise, yeah, it'll so come was... in and it'll go out. And they'll be like, well, yeah. we can't deal with this. So that was late reverse swing. Yeah. So that's just one thing that people, they couldn't understand. Mm. Right. Now, in this situation, how has Allah? How is a, a massive civilization that's gonna come up and destroy the whole of humanity virtually? How can it be hidden, right? When we've got satellites that have mapped the entire world, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You can't really comprehend that. You know, it doesn't make any sense that you'd have a wall that people that they couldn't live behind. go around it. Yeah, yeah, they couldn't go over it. They couldn't go mm. under it. Yeah. You know, it doesn't make any sense. But it's what you know is that Allah SWT tells the truth. You know, yes. and He speaks the truth. Yeah. That's what you can comprehend. And and if you wanted to, you could make sense of it in so many different ways. Just say, like, you know, they're in another dimension or they're in the phantom zone or something exactly. like that. Exactly. But phantom that would be zone. <laughs> 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 no, I like you know, that. Yeah, God. No. No, you that once you go once you go parallel universe or other dimensions, those are mainstream theories now. It's so easy yeah. to yeah, yeah. Even, even even in, in a naturalistic way, way explain it. Yeah, yeah, you can. But the 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 main thing behind it is you need to just accept that you have iman in Allah Subhanahu wa Taala and the Quran. Yeah, and there will be things that you don't know how or why, and you just accept that there is a way, right? And mm. it. And uh, well, actually, I don't want to be there when it happens to see it. Yeah, but but you get me. It will be apparent to you when it happens. Yeah, and um. I think that's that. That's the. I remember one guy. Uh, he left Islam because of this. He left Islam because he could not accept something that was a ruling on Islam, and he'd been Muslim for like fifty years, and wow. now he's like 
he's that he's uh, 40 years sorry he'd been muslim he was even the uh, the chairman of one of the the uh, big islamic schools and now he's uh, one of the heads of them you know apostate forums oh are you talking about i don't know uh, i don't know his name was he was he yeah. on a, 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 a was he on the a forum, forum? Yeah. 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 yeah 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 Oh, so wow. that's okay. why he he left Islam based on one ruling. Just wait, one what's ruling. his name? What was his room? Um, I forgot yes. his name, man. I forgot. Is his it name that guy well. Peace? Peace something? Yes, Peace, yes, 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 yes. Hassan yes. Ridwan or something? No, no, no. Was it? Yeah, 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 no. yeah. Ridwan rings a bell. Ridwan. I'm not sure. Anyway, he was a teacher. Yeah, for sure. He was a, a teacher, a headmaster, at one of the Islamic schools, and uh, he left Islam based on one ruling. Just one ruling. What was the it, ruling? Uh, it's, a, it's a long one. We'd have to go through it in detail. So I don't want to bring it up at the moment. Okay. But he, based on this one ruling, he said, this cannot be true. So if Allah SWT has, has decreed this ruling, then he must be wrong. Right? Mm. So the whole of Islam must be wrong. Yeah. Just on that one ruling. Because his intellect could not comprehend why that ruling was was correct and for us i mean there's probably loads of things that we think oh why has allah SWT legislated this but you know what we just accept them that we don't know why they're good but we just do them yeah and mm. we accept that they are good yeah just see that's the thing my, i remember when i started learning uh fiqh and i started really studying the day and that's one of the things my teacher said as well to me he said look he said there's certain things that you're gonna you may come across or you may find like that you like you find them hard to uh, accept, justify, or you know, um, he said, but don't don't put your own self in front of like uh, that rule. Don't put your own ego in 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 front of it. Just have the um, sort of uh, humility to to accept it. And uh, like, like it, if you're talking it, about, it is what it is in terms of that sense. I mean, especially I mean, like, if you, go on. If you're talking about common sense, yeah, right. Why? Are men allowed to marry four wives? Yeah. Mm. Why four? I always thought of that. Why that specific number? Why not three, two, six? You know, why is it why is it four? And there's never been given a reason why it's four. It's just we know it's been limited to maximum four. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no like you could start arguing this with everything. What is the intellectual reason? You yeah, know, that's why, a, sorry, that's the same thing with prayer as well. Why it, why three for Maghrib? Why for why two for Fajr? Why four yeah. for Isha? You know why why five prayers? You know yeah right. Obviously, we know the story about how it came to be. Yeah, but why five prayers? You know why specifically five? You know everything you can do this. You know how is Allah? And and this is a strange thing. You know um that that they said. You know the Mushrikeen mm-hmm. that you know how how is Allah Subhanahu wa Taala going to bring back these bones, right? Yeah. And how is he going to make them into a person again? I mean, mm. you know, a live person. Yeah. And they said, you know, look at what Allah SWT has created. Yeah. Mm. Isn't that enough for you? Isn't that enough proof that he made all this? Mm. And the same thing with, you know, with this uh, Yejuja Maju thing. Mm. Look at all the things that Allah SWT has done. Right. Isn't that enough proof that Allah SWT could do what he wants? And he could do it right in front of your face and you still wouldn't know. Right. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely like true. Me, yeah, you have to. For certain things, it, it, it's just it's just a matter of theology. You, you can't 
you can't expect it to be explained away, you know? You just have to put your faith in it. Yeah, I think that, that, that a lot of it does come down to that. It's, it's you're, you're putting your faith faith in something. At the end of the day, they, they'll, they'll, meaning you can logically explain anything you want up to a certain point. There'll come a certain point where it's like you right. either believe or you don't believe. And um, for some people, yeah, I feel like true. when they get to that point, it's like, uh, it's, too, it's some people, it's too hard. It's like, hmm, yes, no, you know? thing is that it, it, it's dangerous it's dangerous trying to explain away everything have you ever heard of those guys like who take in the uh, the evolution theory to heart and they try to explain everything in an evolutionary way yes and they sound silly sometimes a lot of times they sound silly when they try to explain away yeah. this human behaviors and they, sink and they think yeah right 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 they think they figured it out but you know yeah, that's true. Yeah, and now and I mean, I I just read recently that the Darwinian evolution is is uh, you you got like scientists coming out and uh, I've read it the other day. I think it was what a hundred, a hundred like notable scientists have turned around and like who are speaking about Darwinian evolution and that um, they kind of need to move on from that model of evolution, uh, evolutionary th- uh, theory. Uh, to a different model because it doesn't work it, it doesn't make sense in terms of uh, i think mathematically in another um another another about two other three or two or three other reasons that it it, it doesn't uh, stand up to scrutiny uh, so they have to move on Thanks, man you, you, like you can never put your faith your under your understanding of the world based on current understanding of science because you don't know what's going to happen 50 years from now yeah 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 exactly and that's i think what we're suffering from is the mistakes of, you know, the the previous generation. You know, when they try to explain everything with science. Are you talking you about know? the Harun Yahyas of the world? Yeah, the Harun Yahyas. You know, uh, you know no, even before to... that, even before that, I think it started. To, uh, it started a decline after during the nineteenth century, eighteenth century, mm-hmm. when when the Europeans came in, the Italians and the French, and they tried to reinterpret every hadith and the verses with. Yeah. with understanding of science of that time true true uh and then but i think in the last you know the last generation the one before that it became really popular mm-hmm. like everything was scientific everything islam said was scientific you know it wouldn't be wrong because islam always agrees with science and and now you're getting these kind of things okay before they could kind of explain away the science now what they're doing is they're explaining away the islam you know yeah all right <laughs> it, it, are they going to shred it down and shred it down until there's you know, nothing left to just? But this is, but Trap. this is it. This is yeah. It's it's that sort of like you said. Is they're shredding it down. That sort of thinking will eventually just erode everything from the. When you have to see uh, Islam and the Dean uh, um, independent of science, you have to. You, what people do is this, they they look at the dean, but th- see it through the lens of science. So, oh right, yeah, okay, well, you know, and they'll s- say stuff like, "Well, Islam said this fourteen hundred years ago, therefore, it must be true." But even though, even even if it isn't true, it's science. Yeah, <laughs> it's thinking, uh, how, how how could anyone know that this was true uh, fourteen hundred years ago? And it's it's it's, a, it's generally it's a silly argument because I mean, unless have you looked at all civilizations, uh, previous civilizations, and seen what they said about stuff and how they figured it out, um, you can't really make that claim that well. You know, it, it may have been knowledge known at the time. You know, um, 
was like I was uh, watching a video recently um, about iron being sent down, and someone was saying, "Well, you know, the I think it was the Egyptians they knew that iron had been sent down uh, beforehand as well, which uh, it was it was a weak argument as well. But the point is, is that you, there's so many different civilizations out there. Any one of them could have known that iron was sent down from space, right? Uh, but the people will say, well, you know, if it, how how did Islam figure out that I was sent down from space fourteen hundred years ago? Because it says it in the Quran. Um, but it's uh, you, 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 people need to stop looking at Islam in light of science and just keep it separate. I mean, the scientific model is going to move on. We're going to get like a scientific revolution where a new model is going to uh, come about. Someone else is going to make a new discovery and stuff, and then. Um, they then because then you're gonna to have to start interpreting Islam in light of that. Then you know exactly. what I mean. And then the, the the, the, and by the end of it, say you do that five or five six times. By the end of it, you you're left with nothing because that's yeah. exactly what happened with and, the Christians. And also, also you lose your credibility with yeah. every time you try to explain it away. Exactly. The most what I find the most important thing, you know, in terms of like sciences in Islam, is your personal connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yes and your social connection that Islam opens up right and that's the things that you need to focus on so your relationship between you and Allah and your relationship with the people okay and that's what Islam in essence has come down to sort out yeah it's not come down to tell you what you call it you know all these scientific facts or you know, blow your mind with how far the sun is. It's not. Yeah. It's come down to tell you, look, worship Allah. Don't mm. be a retard and start, you know, robbing, raping, killing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in essence, that's just what Allah SWT is telling you. You know, believe in Allah, worshiping and be good. Yeah. Yeah. But what, what these guys are, are doing with all this, you know, it has to agree with your intellect. That's the other thing, you know, that... Uh, some of the guys said, I think, I don't know who, which group it was that said that, that Islam has to agree with your intellect, you know, that really? Allah wouldn't make, yeah. <laughs> it was, honestly, it was, uh, I don't know if it was, I can't remember if it was Hizb al-Tahrir in HD that used to come wow. out with this, yeah, that Islam has to, uh, has to what make do, laws that would agree what, with your intellect. What does that even mean? Like, it has to, has to, has to agree with your intellect. How do you... Meaning that, Sorry, Allah God. wouldn't tell you something yeah. that you would go against your nature or go against your... I don't know how they explained it, to be honest with you. It probably sounded good at the time, the, the guy that wrote it. <laughs> it, sounded <you> know? good. <laughs> it sounded good at the time. You know how it is when someone's telling yeah. you something like, whoa, yeah. and then afterwards... It's, it's mind-blowing, nah. yeah. You, yeah, it's mind-blowing at the time. Then you listen back to it, you think, oh, and you know what, you, you feel so ashamed of yourself. You think, oh, no, I fell for that. And do what's even yeah. worse is when you tell someone else, like, oh, bro, you got this, this is amazing. And when they listen to it, they listen to it at, like, a different time and stuff, and you're looking at their face, yeah. and you think, oh, no, man, it's not that good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, like, you know, they've got another one about Khabib now. They've got a, a talk going on about Khabib. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, know, yeah. Is, he, is he our, like, is he our role model? Or should, we, should he be our role model uh, if he's yeah. sitting with tyrants <laughs> or something? Yeah, they've got, like, Habib. He's no Salahuddin. And I'm like, it sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but... well, and, and the thing is, and neither are you. You know what I mean? The guy who wrote yeah. that, neither are you. What are you? 
It's easy pointing to some. This is what, what this is haters and the nature of haters. It's like it's easy pointing to other people saying, "Oh, look, look at that guy. He's no Salahuddin or whatever. He doesn't claim to be a Salahuddin. He doesn't claim to be anything. The dude is claiming all he's putting his weight behind is uh, look." Be good to your parents, you know, follow the dean, don't beat up old people. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> just stand, Who's just this? stand the stuff. Sorry, go on. Who's the speaker? Is, is it that guy? What's his name? Abu Halima? No, no, this is HD, <laughs> man. That guy, is that, okay. kind of, is that guy out of jail yet? Or is he still in jail? Wait, who? I don't know who that is, by the way. Abu Halima. Is he not the... Oh, um, I think it... The, the, the chubby dude with the long beard. The chubby yeah, dude yeah, with the long beard. A couple years ago, we used to see his sound bites. And uh, stuff. Ch- chubby dude with a long beard. You're talking about Nabil Aziz again. No, 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 not that guy, but <laughs> Nabil Aziz not got a long beard, but. Fan? You know, the Twitter, no. Do you not remember Abu Halima? No. Abu Halima? He used to, he used to do um, like videos in the alleyways and stuff, you know. <laughs> Videos of the alleyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yes. yes, yes, yes. I remember that guy. Um, in London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's he, the guy. He, he was. London. He was. He part of the Anjum Chowdhury's crew. Yeah, he was yeah, part of that crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What about? Yeah. Oh yeah, he did. He went to prison, didn't he? He went to prison. Yeah. Yeah. For what? Uh, something to do with obviously ISIS or something. You know, uh, providing having like twenty kids. No, <laughs> <laughs> it was something to do with ISIS. Uh, he was saying something that um, uh, did he go to prison? Actually, he might have not gone to prison. He might have just been blocked on the internet. They they, they confiscated his passport as well, didn't they? Oh yeah, yeah. I think uh, he was blocked on the internet. They he couldn't like uh, he was blocked on the internet. Social, he couldn't make no social media accounts. Every time he made a social account, because that's the other thing, right? what you got to understand right which is i always find uh i always found funny so when they when they made social media accounts they would always have to put their picture or put their kind of real name or not real name but their their code name or whatever they have it and uh, they could never use a totally different name so they had to get that little bit of fame do you know what i mean Mm. so every time every time they open a new twitter account it just kept getting blocked then YouTube blocked them, you know, everything got blocked straight. Uh, so so he just basically got banned from the internet, more or less. Oh, he he, 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 got, he got my load. Yeah, proper. Like, oh yeah, he was the first one to get my load. <laughs> you know, he, yeah, he, was, he, was, he was the original Milo. <laughs> he was the original, honestly. But uh, I, nah, that guy used to crack me up, man. I miss him, man. Abu Halima. Yeah, I do miss him, man. That dude made takfir on everyone, man. <laughs> I know. Really. Um, see, yeah, I'd, I never, I never really understood because I, I never really watched many of their videos. Uh, the couple ones I did watch, I mean, the, the, it was just loud, a lot of shouting and stuff. I, I, I didn't like waste my time on it, or whatever. So I don't know what, nah. the, what they, what they were about. So he would do funny videos, like in, like you know, alleyway. With wearing the like the the white you know the stash I think yeah yeah being Ali were giving dawah and then he'd say uh, a majority of people are not Muslim because Allah Subhanahu Allah says you know uh, most of them don't believe apart from that they do shirk you know he caught the ayah in the Quran and uh, it was funny because when he read the ayah he read it wrong you know <laughs> and, honestly, I could you know 
no one, no one corrected him. No one told him, look, you know, you've misread the ayah. Yeah. So he got, uh, he got some of the Arab wrong. You know, he he read it wrong, yeah. and uh, he was saying that that justifies like majority of the people are not Muslim. Majority of the Muslims are not Muslim, and uh, he proved it through the ayah. But that wow. dude did the on everyone, man. Yeah, it's crazy. You you get this. You had the other one as well, on it. Um, that Sheikh Faisal from Jamaica, is it? I I, 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 heard, I heard I heard he I heard <laughs> yeah. he I heard he holds the crown for takfir though. He that oh, when, uh, that guy is um, he's uh, at the top of the heat when it comes to takfir. I haven't yeah. seen any of the stuff, but I've I've heard about some of his takfirs Jeez. and stuff. His takfir is on another level. Heard it was another legendary. Level. It was it was. Bro. <laughs> he would do takfir on someone and then takfir on you for not doing takfir on that guy you know it was <laughs> this guy was like he i'm sure he did takfir even on like baghdadi and he did takfir on everyone <laughs> takfir on baghdadi yeah. yeah yeah he was this guy was like this guy was popular he was funny you know i have to give it him he, he used to crack me up it, it was a bad funny though you know <laughs> he, but he he went all right and then i don't know what happened so he used to be like proper takfiri and then he went all right started giving a lot of dawah to christians and he made like you know some really funny videos debates you know with christians yeah and then uh straight after that he just went back to the isis trip and you know all the takfir that's crazy some of these people I don't know what happened. This is the thing where you got to be careful of falling into, you know, extremes, whichever way you go on anything. Mm. You know, you, you, you do extremes in your own life and you become, you know, if you're a Sufi or a liberal and you become really extreme in what you're doing and you end up just leaving all of Islam, you just, you know, uh, what's the word? Uh, like saying no, that's wrong, that's wrong, and that's wrong. No, 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 no. Until there's nothing left, watering it yeah, all down. Exactly, and then to a point where there is nothing left. There's nothing that you actually yeah. hold. There are no. Pr- At the end of the day, there's principles and certain principles that we uh, like live by and abide by, and you water them down so much. There's nothing left. There is no principle at the end of it, and yeah. and someone can then logically make the argument. Well. That's just you're just like a humanist. You're not even Muslim anymore. You know why don't you just why even declaring yourself a Muslim or or you you can be a, like a nominal Muslim. So someone who's just a Muslim by name and you get a lot of the a lot of those people, especially like um like I don't know a while back. I was just exploring Twitter, so I would click on person's profile, go through their followers, click on, and I'll just just to see like just to see what type of people there are out there. And there were a lot of people that. Like absolute like liberal, hard liberals, and they would have Muslim in their name. But then you read some of their stuff, and you, you, you it becomes apparent they're not Muslim at all, and it, it, they use it as like a shield, right, against uh, someone else, like um, in the sense that like as a minority group, right. So as a minority uh, privilege, they'll use it. Well, you can't attack me. You're attacking. So they'll add it to the eight different labels they have, right? Well, I am a Muslim, woman, black, lesbian, feminist, feminist, gender neutral, you know, square. And 
I, you can't attack me anymore. It's, do you understand what I mean? It's it, it, the, they just it's just another label at the end of it that they'll use. That's what I found anyway. So um, that's why liberal principles. Are, eventually, that's what it leads you to. Where it's just another label you stick at the end of your name. I don't know how much longer this is uh, gonna last, or if the, are we seeing like a new wave. In the article I, I, I put you in know the, what? In the I've been meaning to read that man. I haven't, I haven't read that. Which article? He, he makes that that dude. He doesn't like liberals, nor does he like Muslims. But he made that exact point about how all these right wing guys who are yelling and criticizing Islam, they don't make a dent. But it's the liberals who go who co opt Islam through inside by reducing your Islamic beliefs and identity into just identity. That there is no there is no. Uh, there's no philosophy behind it. It's just uh, your personal yeah. choice stuff. Right, exactly. Yeah. And that's how you devalue it. Right, because uh, now everyone sees uh, that Islam and Muslims are like that, and then they'll adopt it. And now and you're seeing that with... No, like, even Muslims themselves. Right. They lose their spiritual connection to it. Yeah, because you're getting, getting the kids nowadays, like uh, 13, 14-year-olds, I'm gender neutral. And you're thinking, no, man, you're like a, a Muslim boy or girl or whatever and they're like no no I'm, I'm gender neutral and that's my friend who's uh, i don't know uh, gender neutral queer and we're gonna get married when we're older or something and you're thinking you know what i mean event it erodes everything away from it and uh is 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 uh like a dangerous um ideology movement in that sense yeah yeah especially for kids and teens like they're really susceptible to getting caught up into this stuff. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's more... I, I, I'm saying this, but without any sort of um, basis, but I feel like it's more prevalent in America than it is the UK. Is that the case? The United States is very good yeah. at doing stuff like this, like um, spreading its influence in a very, very passive... Okay, they will use their military, but they're very good at spreading their influence in a very passive way too, their culture. Who's that? Uh, the Americans? It's, it, 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 yeah, the Americans. And it's very definitely much more powerful in, in North America than it is in the UK. I think. Like soft power, the soft power that they do. What, what do you mean soft power? So you have, uh, like a nation has two powers, has the hard power, which is the military, you know, going in aggressively, going there, forcing people to change. And you, oh, dip, diplomacy. You the soft power, which is, what they call like the coca-cola the mcdonald's you know um hollywood uh, you know all this kind of stuff yeah this yeah is soft power so this is what they culture push the culture so like people like um so they'll hold like same hassan manhaj you know um, yeah. the comedian yeah so he's muslim but he's got very very like left-leaning complete liberal ideas islamic yeah. views yeah but he's Muslim. So people would be like, oh, you've got a Muslim guy. He's at the top of Hollywood. He's at the top. You know, he's so funny, mm. blah, blah, blah. Mm. He has he his own show. Yeah. He has his own show. We must be like him, you know, we must be happy. Yeah. So a lot, you'll get a lot of people just following him and saying that should be the norm. Right. In terms of their, their dean. Right. But you get it. You get it here, but not as much. Uh, but you do get it. You know, you, you definitely get it here. Just look at look at labor. You know, a lot of labor guys uh, are Muslim, mm. but you know how, how much Islam have they left in them when they've? Yeah, well, a lot more than the conservative guys. Yeah, 
That depends which you can say. Okay, okay. So you've got... Uh, I'm Relax. No, no, no. You've got... you, you're acting like no, I no. just attacked the Salafis. Man. Relax. No, no, no. Bro, you don't attack the Ulil Amar, man. <laughs> you're attacking the rulers again, man. Conservatives are the rulers. The Labour, they're not ruling. Man, listen, the, the Queen is a ruler and she got lied to by your, your commander-in-chief. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> but anyway, look, no, it's true though. Look, look, you got Sakib Javid on one side. Sajid, yeah. Sajid Javid. Sajid Javid. Yeah. You, call, other guy? you called him Sakib Javid. Ah, they're all uh, the same. Sadiq, man. Sadiq then, Khan. Sadiq Khan. Oh, he's the mayor. Right? He's Labour. And Sajid's, yeah, he's Labour. Uh, that's what I'm saying. And he's conservative. And yeah. they both basically say they're, you know, agnostic yeah. Muslims. No. Sajid Javid yeah. is Muslim. No, not Sajid Javid. Sorry, uh, Sadiq Khan's Muslim. I'm sure he said he's agnostic as no, well. No, no, he well, Yeah? Really? Okay, that's news to me. I, I've always yeah. thought he was actually, actually is like a, a, a Muslim as in. Um, but the other one, I knew he, 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 he doesn't believe in anything. Ah, oh, maybe he just said he's agnostic in uh, something. Okay. Anyway. Go on. I think, anyway, but whatever. So yeah, so the conservative guys left it even more than. I take that back. Yeah, the conservative guys. He's he's openly, blatantly saying, uh, you know, he's he's got nothing to do with Islam. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, but yeah, with these liberals, they I find that it's sad because they, you know, if you if you don't speak with them, if you don't agree to all their views, they 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 just go after you. Yeah. They go I after think you that's hard. What, they go after you hard, man. They just want to cancel you. Yeah, they want to cancel you. They want to arrest you. They want to cancel your life. You have um, to be very, very careful. Oh yeah, uh, just quick note. Yeah, Khan is a practicing Muslim who observes fast during Ramadan and regularly attends the Al Muzammil Mosque in Tooting. So yeah, okay. Ah, uh, so he is. So he. So it's the other dude that's it's the other uh, dude who's that. Yeah, he is. He is. He is. Yeah, he's. Not Muslim. Yeah, he's openly he accepts that he's not Muslim. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. Um, but he uses it when, like he he's he's smart. He uses it whenever he needs to. So when it comes Islamophobia and the Conservative Party comes up, he'll turn around and say, "Well, you know, me as a Muslim, I'm you know." So he'll use it like that. But he's oh, not actually. He? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, no, yeah, I um, it was recently I heard him um, like one a few months ago. I heard him make a statement like that, like, yeah, well, you know, I'm I'm Asian and I come from a Muslim background. I'm Muslim, blah blah blah. So yeah, he, he people obviously as a politician, he uses it whenever he needs to. Um, but yeah, this is uh, I think one of the problems as well with trying to, you know, what's the word because. Like, these guys talk about it a lot that as a minority we need to get together with other minorities and you know yes. we need to work together on a mutual understanding and if that means that we should promote what they promote that's fine mm. this is a, the problem with it if you see yourself at, as that oh we're just a minority and that we can the only thing we can do is cower behind someone else's shield you're gonna to have to agree to what they what they agree. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. have to agree and to what the shield's made of, you know. Exactly. So if you turn around, like, have you seen that new one uh, about children touching themselves? Oh my god, I saw that today, dude. I couldn't believe it. 
I was like, this must be a joke. Yeah. And then it was in like more than one. So Wait, now, where is that happening? In uh, in the UK, some uh-huh. of the councils are saying they're gonna, you know, in their the children's classes, like six year olds are gonna be taught that it's fine to touch yourself in like uh, masturbate, basically. Yeah, sexually right? stimulate yourself. Sexually stimulate yourself. And they're saying, oh, it's just like uh, any other private part, any other body part. Sometimes you feel like scratching your ear and it makes you feel good. And you might feel like scratching your private parts and it might make you feel good. <laughs> what the hell? Honestly, a six-year-old? Do, do you get six-year-olds doing that? You know, <laughs> I'm really shocked. <laughs> Listen, man, the, the, you know what? The, the, the thing is, uh, one thing that really annoys me is... Um, they just how you how um how they just come up with stuff that's based on nothing, and they'll just like they'll just make stuff up. Like uh, I read somewhere here that it said um, da, 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 the council website program uh, or helps to develop skills required for managing healthy relationships, build self-esteem, and allows the children to to explore personal identity. What's that based on? What study can you show, or anything that you can show that, that such a thing? Because in order for a, an accurate assessment for to, uh, for such a thing to be carried out, they would have had to try this on six to ten year olds. I think I don't know. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a specialist, it's but that would be just the pressure. That'd, but that would be an ethical violation, would it not? So, no, it's. it's, it's, it's I mean, I mean, I'm talking I'll about. Say if, that, if, 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 sorry, go on. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. Finish your thought. Yeah, no, I was, I was saying that the, 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 this is see this this is what they're saying. Like it helps uh, develop skills required for managing healthy relationships, build self esteem, allows children to explore personal identity. When I read that, I thought, all right, what is that based on? They've just come out and said a bunch of like words that it is supposed is supposed to help you with. But how have they got Bro, to listen. that conclusion for six to ten year olds? Today I saw a guy interviewing some guy in Yemen about cat. Okay. So, you know, you know, you guys know what cat is, right? The drug? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. chewer, yeah. So the guy talking about cat, he said, cat is good because it increases intelligence, it increases focus, it increases uh, uh, your, your well-being, and that's why you chew it. What is it based on? That doesn't really matter. <laughs> as long as it fits my worldview. <laughs> Your brother, no. yeah. it's, a, it's, it's basically the same thing when it comes to some of these uh, very big push coming from uh, the left side. It's not about evidence. It's about it's about your agenda and how it makes you feel, and what you can what you can say to support support whatever viewpoint you might have. I'll be honest with you. You know. That's what that's what, I mean. That's what I used to believe. I honestly, that's what I used to believe. Yeah, up until this latest one, right? <laughs> now, now I've I've given up. I I've given up, and I say that you guys were right. It, they're all pedophiles. That's it. That's that is the. I, I I definitely think it's going towards that, dude. I definitely that is think it. That. I honestly be. I, yeah, um, it's, it looks like it definitely it is. I'm, I've I've accepted it. I've accepted it, Alex Jones and <laughs> Alex he, Jones. Honestly, well. I've accepted it. The government. There is nothing. There is no other logical reason. There's nothing that makes sense at all, apart from the fact that the guys that are making these policies are pedophiles. Mm. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to justify sexual behavior. Yeah, sexualize um, the children. Exactly. 
And tomorrow it'll be like, it's oh, when I saw those, uh, you know, those little boy uh, drag queens that are dancing yeah, in yeah, front yeah, of yeah, a yeah, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somehow that is acceptable. I don't, I don't understand how. Exactly. And you know what they're going to do? They're going to say, oh, today it's going to be like, oh, yeah, a six year old. If you scratch your ear, you know, or you scratch your private part, it's the same thing. Tomorrow it's going to be oh, if the adult scratches your ear or he scratches your private part, it's the same thing. It's the same thing, know? yeah. And that's what they're going to be. And it's a helping hand. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're already allowing kids to, you know, uh, the ability to change genders and, you know, make the choice for themselves. Yeah, but that's yeah, they just uh, is a, it's a path leading to yeah, pedophilia, for sure. It is honestly, they're just trying Dude, to right. So- Sometimes I wonder how come they're pushing it so so hard. Like if you think about it, right? If you look at history, um, black people, all right, slavery ended United States in uh, 1865 officially, but yeah. it took them a hundred years to get equal rights as close to as it, it was possible. The civil rights movement was hundred years. Gay people, it took them fifty years to be where they are now. So how come they're pushing this transsexual? And and uh, this general identity crap, like so fast, like so hard in the mm. last three four years. I don't understand. Yeah, there's obviously yeah. How, how, how come how, like how come they're not taking their time like with uh, other groups of people? Um, yeah, there's Sorry, there's on. definitely something behind it. There's someone, there's some people, you know. And uh, I mean, the trans, I I don't know as much, but with this ch- child sexualization. There's definitely an agenda behind. There's definitely no, people. they're connected, bro. They're, they're connected they're, they're, because I, I feel they're, I feel they're connected. Yeah. Yeah. So like then, if you establish the fact that this transsexual thing is it's all based on your feels your identity, then it, of course it starts when you're a kid, when you're born. So when I get kids involved, yeah. So mm. then it's the same people. Then it's the same guys. You know, they they have the same uh, of course desires, and they, all they want to do is just push kids into this kind of depravity. To be honest with you, I've I, before I used to think, you know, there is some kind of uh, misguided, you know, ideological, whatever, you know. But now I'm just straight up these guys. Yeah, well, this. think about this for a second. Where's all this money come from? All the money to yeah. campaign for, like, think how hard it is to campaign for anything, right? And uh, to not only campaign, but then to sort of do it on a, a national and then an international and global scale, right? These guys have like mobilized themselves really fast, really quickly. Where's that money come from? Where's those campaigns? Where's that hard push, that lobbying come from? You know what I mean? These guys are, are as a group, they're really, really powerful. They're making like big uh, global corporations like uh, bend the knee. You know what I mean? They're like getting that's, them to. That's the other thing. Like people are saying, oh, you know, being like uh, a trans is so hard and uh, it's so difficult and people look down upon you i'm like people are giving you money <laughs> you're like the f- you're like the yeah if you come thing. out as gay you're brave somehow i don't understand you're coming out as gay is the yeah. most accepting time yeah it's the most accepting Bro, time coming out as anti-gay that's brave you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah right that's, yeah that's nuts man yeah, you see that? yeah they see the australian guy man he got kicked out of the the, the so rugby, rugby team, team yeah. the world rugby team, for saying that oh, marriage between man and a wife. That's, so, not, yeah, that's not even that like, controversial. Uh, you know what I mean? 
that's like the default position and like that's how you make human beings uh, grow yeah and uh, oh yeah there's that guy that lost his case today because uh, he was uh, well it was a she check this out I was just going to bring this up yeah right. go on yeah so it was a she who became a he decided that wanted a baby had a baby uh, then decided that he or she didn't want to be known as the father, uh, as the mother, but wanted to be known as the father. Lost the case in the court, and apparently this is a travesty, you know. And this is uh, yeah. like this is, this know, is totally terrible. This is absolutely it's totally you know, terrible. We're and going it's back get, fifty years, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and it's going to affect. You, you guys seen that? Yeah, sorry. You guys seen on? the picture? You guys seen the picture I posted on the WhatsApp group, right? The modern art picture. Which one was it? Oh man, yeah. yo, chill. <laughs> Crazy man. Yeah. I'm telling you, th- th- that's the world we're going towards. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm so. I, I wouldn't be surprised if there are couples that that are like that. <laughs> oh, there are people like that. What are you talking about, bro? Yeah, yeah. I know, I'm saying couples. There's probably. A... <laughs> oh, where did you send it? I can't see it. In, in the um. Oh, in, in the public okay. group. I don't know if you want to see it. <laughs> no, you should see it to get an idea. Just watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, that one. What yeah. I found funny is uh, oh, that the, 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 the trans male is ripped, but w- with no privates, and uh, the trans woman is plus sized. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, just it's like you know, there's that guy in um, it was in Newcastle somewhere, and uh, he was really pushing this, uh, you know, uh, mixed toilets and you know, end of gender segregation, all that crap. And they found yeah. out the guy was a pedophile, man. You know, he was just abusing, he was abusing. Dude, kids. any of these guys like campaigning that, I don't trust them. I don't trust any guys. Yeah. Do. I don't trust any of them either. You know that Yannick guy in Vancouver, you guys remember? The guy yes. who was, yes. uh, the, I forget his exact story. Um, Wax my nuts, that guy. Oh, that guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That dude. Yeah. So one of his campaign he tried to do was he tried to do a all all girls um, swimming class where all the girls who were underage uh, had to be naked to feel good about their bodies. What? What? Yeah, that's one of the campaigns he started. And no, no, it, it didn't. It didn't go through. But he he didn't want parents there. It was just the girls and him. Yeah, obviously. Or her. Or her. My bad, her. I don't want to get cancelled, guys. Oh, my. It's her. Yeah. You know what? And some people will still fight that corner. They'll be like, yes, this this, yeah. this brave Bro, woman. feminists fight it. Like, women who, women who defend people like this. Like, yeah. feminists. Retards, aren't they? Let's be honest. Dude, you're, like under, you're undermining your own cause, you know? Like, you hate men, but then you'll support men who become women. And you know, ultimately, men win. No, 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 no. He's a woman. You can't say men who become women. He is a Yo, woman. You said he's a woman. You mean she's a woman? <laughs> she is a woman. All right. <laughs> I get confused, man. Okay. Now the, that's that's the worst thing is that you get confused. You're like she is she. Yeah. Um, you know what Muslims should do? Muslims should go up to people and like you gotta say inshallah after after you tell me something. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah. you're offending me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That'll be thirty-nine forty-five, inshallah. And you're like, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, if you don't say it, I'm gonna be offended. <laughs> yeah, there was that, that. There was that. Um, 
the other guy that you can't call him he or she, you have to call him oh. they. He's like some yeah, singer, the, some British singer or something. Bro, yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's, thirty-nine uh, different pronouns. Sam, dude, uh, no, no, it's not thirty-nine. It was, it was in the seventies. Was it? Yeah, it was in was the seventies. Yes, it was in it was in the seventies. <laughs> yeah, are you a Z and a Z? Yeah, a Z, Z, and all that. Yeah, you just put up every two-letter combination up and to you. Yeah. What the yeah. hell? Seventy-two. Yeah. But exactly. Honestly, honestly, exactly. on a serious note, on a serious note, like, okay, you know, you want to. Do whatever to yourself. You want to like be whatever. That's your problem. Like, what is it with these? Why? What? Like I said, this is the thing that now is, I've lost it. Why do it to the kids? Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Why push it so badly on the kids? What is your objective? There is something going on, you know, and it's not just a thing where you believe that, you know, oh, I'm trans and I'll, it's, they've got some kind of specific thing with the kids. You know, and that's why they're so hardcore on them. You know, if a child wants to have uh, uh, puberty blockers, if a child wants to do this, if a child teaching six-year-olds this kind of crap, yeah, they want to mess. They would. They really want to mess with the kids' minds. Yeah, the, uh, I'm starting to like. Uh, I mean, I know it sounds they, Alex Jonesy, but I, I'm starting to think there's more and more that maybe it is like they are supported by a really, really. Like exclusive, powerful um, lobby um, that's like you know trying to um, manage population or something. Believable after the Jeffrey Epstein saga, you know, it's more and more believable that groups like that exist. These powerful people, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's it's not a conspiracy anymore. Oh my god! You know that's the thing. You know, before we used to say, "Oh yeah, no way." There's people like that. You know, yeah. this dude had like a temple, man. He had, a, he had a temple on his island. He had a temple on his island. Have you seen it? No. No, uh, no I haven't. No. Oh, just, honestly, yeah, Google, Google Jeffrey... Uh, what's his name? Um, Epstein. Epstein. Epstein uh, Island. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've uh, seen temple. this before. Is that on his island? That's on his island. That's on his like secret island. He's Yo, got, can you explain that's it? his island. Can you explain the... So, so this guy, Jeff, uh, this Epstein dude, so he was basically... Uh, uh, doing stuff with young girls like underage girls and uh, he was getting flying over all these rich celebrities politicians they were all coming to his uh, his private island and apparently and he's got uh, this kind of temple on his island yeah no, uh, and, I'll just upload the picture there you go yes yeah and apparently like, that's the place where he was you know doing Ooh. stuff to girls there's Karen, Karen and ceremonies girl. Yeah, yeah, like proper freaky stuff. It's mental. That's you know, and insane. Man. I didn't know. I'd and, and, uh, seen that building before, but I had no idea what it, what it was. I don't know. I saw it's, it somewhere. And if you said to me like two years ago, oh, yeah, there's a guy and he's got an island where he's molesting kids, I'd be like, man, get you out, know, get out of it with your nonsense. Yeah, yeah, and he's got Bill Clinton flying around with him and, you know, oh, this politician. Like, he's, got, he's got Bill in his... Um, yeah, Bill Clinton was flying around with him. Oh, right. But, no, sorry, sir. I, I, I mistook it for Bill Gates. Bill no, Clinton. no, Bill Clinton. Clinton, Clinton. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He had powerful friends, man. I mean, obviously, it doesn't take much to get Bill involved, but... Wow. <laughs> you know, he's, he's got Bill's, everyone. Bill's always down to have a good time. Yeah, uh, so... But what can you say now? 
you know, after seeing that, yeah, you're like, and they hid it. That's the he got convicted, and they reduced the sentence to let him out uh, uh, easy, you know. And then obviously they murdered him, or oh, sorry, they suicided him. That that he died. He was in. He was suffering from you know PTSD and. He wanted to, you know, he wanted to kill himself. That's the official story. But but yeah. From screen young girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he couldn't. He, could, he couldn't. He couldn't live with the shame. He couldn't live with the shame. Yeah. But in all honesty, I mean, it's it's insane that this guy managed to kill himself uh, after being on watch. Um, it's it, it, it. Trust me, it does not work like that. The, uh, you, yeah, yeah. You they, we they, talked they, about it last time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they get checked out and everything, man. There's something, there's definitely something dodgy going on about that. Uh, right before he was going to testify. Right yeah. before he was going to testify. Very helpful. The, the, very helpful. Right, but the names were released. But the the judge. Well. You guys know that the judge uh, he declared that all the uh, alleged uh, pedophiles they're off the hook now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All no the cases way. are going to get dropped. Yeah, yeah. Once you're dead, they yeah, can't prosecute anymore. That's insane. Can you imagine, dude? All the names. Like no, no investigation, bro. That's uh, it. It's all done, man. All clear. You open up that book and you catch George Bush, Bill Clinton. <laughs> you know, you get some leaders from the Arab world. You get, you get everyone on there. You know, it's a, the big black book. And it's got everyone's name in there. Uh, that's insane. That's... That's what the and that's the people that people uh some of the liberal Muslims or you know modern Muslims would want you to kind of align yourself with. Who? Ah, well, Who? Epstein. Probably all just yeah, all these liberals, isn't it? No, uh, well, liberals, liberals hate Epstein. Liberals, uh, Trump hates Epstein. Epstein was flying around with all these liberals. No, he was funding. Was he? He's flying around with everyone. Yeah, 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 that's a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trump on his thing years old. Did you, did you um read the court documents released by one of? The, uh, well, it was um uh, the the accusation against Trump. Um, it's being released. I mean, I read it like a few days ago. It's pretty, pretty, like horrific. Like what he's been accused of, anyway, is pretty horrific. But then, yeah. what? What do you mean? Uh, basically, being accused of rape, and it was like uh, described in quite some detail, like exactly. Oh, Trump. Yeah, yeah, because him and Epstein. So they were basically Epstein was angry with Trump because he got to go first with the girl, and then Epstein like went afterwards or something, and he was annoyed. Ah, yeah, I swear. And what- uh, and the, she only decided to tell now about the, Trump. The, the, Come on, nah, well, well, well. If uh, at the time she was like fifteen or something, so yeah. And what was she like two years ago, <laughs> three years ago, or four years ago? Yeah, but you know, you, you 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 get you get power from the Me Too movement, don't you? So. The, half of the half of this stuff is real. Though. I, 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 I it's a, a lot of people say, oh, and, you know. Why? Why now? Yeah, there's, there's multiple reasons why now. But, but whatever time they come out, that that shouldn't d- dismiss their um, claim. Like the claim I'm not denying be, that, but sometimes yeah. it's ah. 
It's sometimes you, it comes off uh, opportunistic. Yeah. I'm not saying de- deny it, but there should be some proof. There should be some evidence, something. Not just this whole thing about believe her. Oh, no, believe no, no, I, I absolutely don't. That's, that's total nonsense. No, it doesn't work like that. Women lie more than men. Yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah, probably. Yo, believe women, guys. Believe them. <laughs> but why not believe the guy? I don't, I don't get it. Because <laughs> yeah, guys are pieces of crap. They're they're nasty and they're sexual deviants. <laughs> sexual yeah. deviants. No, that's sexist. Now you're being sexist. Yeah, now you're being sexist. Yeah, yeah but against guys, so it's acceptable. I'm gonna get <laughs> I'm no, gonna end no. the word. You're being sexist against women because you're assuming that women can't be deviant. Wait, uh, isn't deviant a bad thing? What? No, no, deviant for them is a good thing now. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, you don't know there's a push for uh, uh, th- for the fact that cuckoldry is good for you, good for, relish- good for their relationship? <laughs> what, what, what's good for you? How, uh, cuckoldry, uh, how, there's oh, articles no. now about how, uh, the women sleeping with other men is good for their relationship and their marriage. Yeah. Ha, 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 what? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Bro, cuckoldry is, 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 is a growing field right now. In, in the Reddit community, thing? I checked the other day. I checked the other day in the, in the Reddit community. Uh, there's like quarter mil, quarter million uh, members discussing about discussing cuckoldry. Uh, Bloody what the hell? Basically, what, are they basically just me- like positive a, stuff about it. Memeing or are they being for real? I mean, you can go check it out. It's uh, no, r good. slash. You know what? Uh, I appreciate you <laughs> taking one for the team. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you taking one for the team, Simon. Too much time. Because things that I, I work from home, right? So sometimes I get bored and I gotta look stuff oh, up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know, I'll go to Reddit cuckoldry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> Let's look at these weird communities that exist. You know, that's that is true though. They are really weird communities that exist. Um I came across it one when my brother was doing his house up. I came across this community on um I don't know what for it was, but there was like a, like a building community. So what they do is they were talking about hammers and uh, like three people were talking about a hammer. Like, no, no, this hammer is the best. This one gives you a smooth finish and it's a, it's a nice swing through. And there's good weight to it and the high grip's better and stuff. I think these guys must be the saddest people in the world. They, 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 <laughs> they, argue, they argue over what, what a good hammer is, you know. <laughs> like, but again, the, the internet, isn't it? They're the groups that discuss the philosophical merits behind math and numbers. Like, what does one and two mean? Yeah. It, oh, yeah. In a philosophical <laughs> sense. Like, can you imagine it? <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that's become a thing now, isn't it? I think What's that? If, you can talk a li- if you can talk a little bit and throw in some philosophical sound bites. That's definitely, yeah, definitely know. become a thing. Yeah. If you can that's throw some big words out there and you, like... Uh, confuse someone or bamboozle someone with your uh, big words and stuff. Um, you win the argument. 
Yeah, especially with philosophy now, and it has to be philosophical. It has to be philosophical. It, it goes through phases, isn't it? So now mm. I think that's what the phase is at the moment. The yeah. thing, in thing, in thing. I think it's become popularized uh, by certain um, uh, people, especially among the Muslims, like the Muslim community and stuff. Not that I don't think it's uh, it doesn't have its merits. I do. I really do think it's uh, beneficial. I think Muslims need to equip themselves with these. Uh, tools and these ideas that, that, so they don't you know, if you if you if you're safe in your knowledge then you're safe in your knowledge you're fine but some people aren't and for them these these uh, um like stuff out the stuff like this being out there for them to have access to is important i think yeah no i'm not hating on mm. the yeah, idea no, of no, what, yeah. what they i'm just saying it's become a thing it is, it yeah. thing at the moment it's always yeah. these things going like cycles isn't it yeah, so exactly that's the thing you want to what's becoming popular at the moment it's just these a lot of philosophical arguments and i don't know yeah i think should we wrap it up it's there just, it's just it's just dumb you know yeah but wrap it up there what do you say it was what i'm saying this 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 argument is that it's not even very smart it's just it's just trying to show off you know show off your, show off your knowledge it's, like, it's, there's no merit to it yeah some people I do, I do feel like some people are like that they um they they just uh they're doing it with no purpose or goal in mind. It's just to, uh, other than outside of uh, pleasing their own ego and uh, being smug. But um, mm. you do get some good work out there as well. But um, should we wrap it up there then? Yeah. Yep. yep. That's been about two hours. Yeah, I think it's yeah. been about two hours. And you know what? We were supposed to cover that one topic. We didn't. Uh, we'll cover it next time. Which one? Um, the, oh, the Uyghur. The Uyghur, the Uyghur one. Uyghur. Yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got, I've got, I found some interesting stuff on that man. Really, like disturbing. We'll do, we'll do that one next time. Yeah, we'll start yeah. With that one. Next time. Start, yeah, start okay. with that one next time. Inshallah, next by next week we'll get have another one. Yeah. Cool, inshallah. Okay. All right. All right. So see you guys later. Bye. 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 B